Today on the newscast, President Biden wants to return to the UN Human Rights Council alongside nations that are notorious human rights abusers and obsessed with Israel. So what's going on here? Get my take coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. What do you get when you have an organization that is ostensibly committed to advancing the cause of human rights throughout the world, yet whose members include some of the world's worst human rights violators? Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to the UN Human Rights Council. Now, the council is back in the news because the Biden administration announced this week that it intends to reapply for U.S. membership to this global body after President Trump pulled out of the council in 2018. Why did the former president pull the U.S. out of this Human Rights Council? It's very simple. Obsessive anti-Israel bias among the 47 member nations on the U.N. Human Rights Council. But Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said yesterday that he believes if the U.S. has a seat at the table once again in the Human Rights Council, that it can make a difference and hit back against that prevalent anti-Israel bias. Think about this, folks. Uh, again, an organization, a global body dedicated to advancing the cause of human rights, yet right now some of the ma member nations on the U U.N. Human Rights Council include China, Cuba, Russia, and Venezuela some very non-democratic actors who are not too fond of human rights, to say the least. Now, the UN in general is obsessed with Israel. I do not use that word lightly. The Human Rights Council has a complete fixation on the Jewish state, but the UN itself, as a body as a whole, has passed, think about this, has passed more resolutions against Israel over the past 70 years plus than any other nation. More resolutions than Iran, North Korea, Syria, China, Cuba against Israel. This tiny nation the size of the state of New Jersey, which is an open, tolerant, free, Western-style democracy in a sea of tyranny, the UN is completely focused on this one nation. Very, very interesting. Now, the Biden administration, I believe their thinking behind this is pretty simple. Right now, they are going to put the squeeze on Israel when it comes to the Iran nuclear deal and when it comes to a two-state solution between Israel and the Palestinians. Anthony Blinken talked about the UN Human Rights Council rejoining it, uh, but he also talked just yesterday about reviving the push for a two-state solution between Israel and the Palestinians. Now, the Trump administration, during the Trump administration, that two-state solution took a back seat as President Trump and his team pushed for peace deals between Israel and Arab nations like the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, Sudan, the Abraham Accords. Does this strike you as a entity, the Palestinian Authority, that is ready for a true and lasting peace? I don't think so, yet the Biden administration, get ready, is going to push that. And secondly, as I mentioned, the Iran nuclear deal, obviously Israel is none too happy about that. The Biden administration is hell-bent on re-entering that deal as well. So what they are saying is, okay, we're going to be at loggerheads with Israel over the two-state solution talks. They're going to be asking Israel to give up uh, parts of Judea and Samaria, the biblical heartland. 
And they're also going to be at odds with Israel, obviously, over the existential threat posed by an Iranian nuclear program and re-entering that Iran deal. So what they're saying in the Biden administration is, hey, we can turn around. We'll be on the UN Human Rights Council. We'll we'll make a show there and we will oppose the anti-Israel resolutions. Then we can turn around and say to Israel, look, hey, we have stood with you. Don't say we're anti-Israel. Look at how we stood with you on the UN Human Rights Council. That may be some of the thinking right now behind the decision to rejoin this Human Rights Council, folks. But also, look, Joe Biden, this administration, they are committed globalists. Biden gave a speech at the Munich Security Conference last week, Friday, February 19th, where he said as much, that the U.S. will attempt to rejoin every global body, no matter how contrary it is to U.S. interest, any body that President Trump pulled out of, Biden is going to rush to rejoin. So fasten your seatbelt because that is happening. All of these resolutions against Israel, uh, the, the condemnation from the UN, from the UN Human Rights Council of Israel as some kind of notorious serial human rights violator, the facts just don't add up, folks, in many ways, not only with the Palestinians, but today, and we can talk about that, and we have talked about that, and we will talk about that in future newscasts for sure, but today... I want to focus on a perhaps little-known Israeli program that the Israel Defense Forces uh, conducted along the Israel-Syria border a few years back. It was called the Good Neighbor Program. Now, it started around 2013. I think it ended 2017, 2018. And Lieutenant Colonel Eyal Dror, uh, IDF Lieutenant Colonel, headed up this Good Neighbor Program. And folks, what Israel did was... They helped thousands of Syrian refugees, men, women, children, who were fleeing that brutal Syrian civil war and and attempting to cross into Israel. Israel would give them medical treatment, uh, take care of them, feed them. Now, Israel was under no obligation to do this. Israel and Syria are technically still in a state of war, but the Israel Defense Forces truly put the human rights of Syrians first. Certainly the Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad, who has massacred hundreds of thousands of his fellow countrymen and women, is not very concerned about their human rights. Yet Israel stepped up to the plate. Folks, this is an amazing, little-known story. I interviewed Lieutenant Colonel Eyal Dror about this Good Neighbor program. We were on the Israel-Syria border on the Golan Heights. Fascinating stuff that you need to know. Take a look. Nobody uh, asked us, nobody forced us to open the fence 700 times in two and a half years. 700 times. Between 2016 and 2018. Yeah, 700 humanitarian mission aid. And when we were speaking about operation, humanitarian operation, it means to risk your life going at a dark night uh, with rain and fog, open the fence to do something good. One of the projects, we call it a doctor's visit, is the mission was to take 25 children, sick children, not wounded children, sick children with chronic diseases. Once a week, we open the the fence for them. Can you imagine 25 little children between the ages of one year to 14, stepping on a dark night some of them cold it's cold cold, out up here some of them without coats some of them barefoot on a rainy night entering the state of israel going to the one of the israeli hospitals in the north 
Here we have three of them, treated by our experts like they were Israel, Israeli citizens and going back to Syria. But when they're in the hospital, and it wasn't a mission, the mission was to bring them to the hospital. The mission wasn't to play with them or give them something to, to paint or draw, but those, those are kids. Those are kids. Scared with, kids. With rough stories, tough yeah. stories. You can see the fear in their eyes and it becomes something humanitarian to do. And when, this, when we saw them smiling here in Israel, we understood that we are doing the right thing to do. And again, it doesn't matter Jews, Muslims, Christians, people to people, human beings to human beings. This was the most exciting part. 1,400 children visited the state of Israel in that project. Syrian children. Syrian children. Going back to Syria and starting to share that maybe the Israelis are not so bad people. Amazing, amazing story. That clip was from the Watchman TV show, which if you live here in the States, you can catch every Wednesday night at 11.30 p.m. Eastern time on TBN and also Friday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And of course, you can check out clips from the show right here on our Watchman YouTube channel. So I love how Lieutenant Colonel Ayal Dror and the Good Neighbor program tell the true story and show the true face of Israel, the kind of face that you don't hear about at the UN Human Rights Council, regardless of whether the United States has a position there or not. It's a very frustrating situation, to say the least, that we will continue to keep an eye on here for you at the Watchman Newscast. And I didn't even mention the boycott, divest, and sanction effort, the BDS movement against Israel as well, yet another international effort against the only democracy in the Middle East. We live in Bible times, folks, where good is considered evil and evil is considered good, like the prophet Isaiah said. It's a world turned upside down, but here's the good news. The God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob neither slumbers nor sleeps, and guess what? ICC, UN, and all the rest, he still sits on the throne and he is sovereign. Hey, thanks for joining us today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.